Hi, and welcome to the first ever episode of the Raider Podcast UK. I'm joined today by my co-host, George, and Dave, the owner of the First and Ten. Uh, George, do you want to tell the viewers a bit about yourself? Uh, hi, I'm George. Um, been a Raider fan for about five years. Um, got into it from my dad, and I just hope for the best, as all fans do. <laughs> Um, I've been a Raider since I was about seven or eight, um, 29 now, so it's been a while. I've, my earliest memories of well, was Rich Gannon um, back at quarterback. Um, since then, it's been a downpour, really, but that's me. Um, today, we're going to talk about uh, Jonathan Abram and his injury, a bit about AB. Um, the recap of the Broncos game and next week for the Chiefs. So, as Dave is a Patriots fan, oh. I'm going to ask him the first question really about AB and his opinion on him joining his Patriots. Um, yeah, it's, it's a weird one, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> obviously, the first reaction is we're going to have like, the greatest offense of all time. But. Um, yeah, it's, ah. it's, a, it's a strange one, isn't it? Um, yeah, the whole situation is just really odd, isn't it? I mean, obviously I feel like you two would have a lot stronger opinion on the Raiders side of it than I do. But um, yeah, that, that, it was just, from from like an outsider's point of view, it was just like great drama, wasn't it? It was, uh, none of it seemed real each time. So it just seemed a bit, yeah, just a bit odd and... From like the hot air balloon onwards, really, wasn't it? It was just a bizarre few weeks. Well, I mean, like how I've how I've taken it on, regardless of what happened when he was a Raider, it's almost like Randy Moss 2.0. It's like Randy fell out of taste with us, and then you lot picked him up, and vice versa, kind of with with AB. The only difference is, will AB have the career with you? As he as Randy Moss did. I mean, Randy was like a one-two punch with Tom Brady. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's definitely interesting to see. I think, especially with the other receivers we got there, it's uh, it could be a crazy, crazy offense. But I mean, he might not even play at this stage, so who knows? But well, yeah, a little interesting part. He's not been given a proper number yet. He's been given the number one. Yeah, I saw it that. Makes me wonder if. He's he's practicing, but are they planning on using him this weekend against Miami? Are they preparing for the worst? You know, and considering they've just gotten rid of Demarius Thomas, if uh, AB goes or gets sent to jail or whatever, you know, could that trade be a bit of a mistake? Yeah, it's. I, I think for the Patriots, like for, just from the Patriots' point of view, it's a bit of a no lose. Really, it's just a. Like the cherry on the cake because I think that offense was pretty good anyway. But yeah, it's a yeah, it's an odd situation. Uh, it's, one them, yeah. it's hard to really know until the until you sort of hear probably in a week's time or so weeks time. No one really knows what the real situation is. I don't think. I mean, he was the high. Sorry, George. Sorry. He was like essentially A B. You could say was was hard knocks. Like it was all focused on him and his problems. And yeah. I'm just grateful. As quality as a receiver he is, I can't knock. He will probably be a Hall of Fame receiver when it's all said and done. But I'm just glad the drama is no longer a Raider issue. Agreed. So with that said, um, 
I assume you watched the game, George. I did, yes. Stayed up. <sighs> What's your what was your opinion on the later news of um Abrams or Abrams injury? Um uh-huh. how did you, how did you see it like? I I think it was a I saw it just it, it was only like a few hours after the game. It was very new, but I, I I just didn't want to believe it because he, not only was he a first round pick, he was hyped up so much, and he had such a good college career and practice. And when we saw in the game, not only did he have a few good plays, he was a little too hit, uh, heavy hitting. And I just feel like in his first year, we could have progressed him into one of those big safeties. And now that he's gone for the whole year or for most of the season, I just I see a bit of a need out of a safety spot. Well, yeah, definitely. I mean, like, obviously he was sharing um, snaps with um, LaMarcus Joyner, who's yeah. probably going to get the whole the whole shebang now. But even like during the hard knocks in the training camp, Abram, he was like, he was a spark. He was like what traditional Raiders are like. He was he had the attitude and the swag. Old school, yeah. But then, when when that hit, when he hit, when he made the hit, they tried to call it. I think it was targeting or something low on his shoulder, low on his crown, which he did. Yeah, but, yeah. Hey, he's he's potentially now going to be out for the rest of the season. He's due to have surgery, so I read um, later yeah. this week. So I um, read somewhere that he could be back around weeks fifteen to seventeen, but I'm not getting my hopes up just yet. Well, he's due to be put on IR as well, and obviously that's yeah. an eight-week process for start. I think but, he is on IR right now. I think it was official sometime this afternoon or this morning. But in in terms of impact on the rest of the team, like I said before, I think I think he's a spark um, that that the DBs especially needed. Yeah. Um, but will will we suffer without him? I don't think so so much. I think we should uh, look to maybe bring. One of the free agent safeties, maybe like an Eric Berry, um, because he's he, he's injury prone a little bit from the past two seasons. But I feel like for the rest of the season, he could maybe uplift the, the defense that we need. Well, yeah, just just looking at our depth, like I say, we've got we've got Joiner pinned in at one at first yeah. for the uh, for free safety, and then a Curtis Riley at third, and obviously we've got Carl Joseph on the uh, on the strong Eric Harris. Mm. Um, so one of those could potentially fill in as backup um, free safety. But as you say, there are plenty of free agents out there that uh, could come in and slot in. But don't discredit Joyner. I mean, come on, he was on the Rams team last year. Oh, yeah, he did great last year. So Yeah, he... I loved it when we got him. But I think he's also a very important spot at the nickel. Um, oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah. In terms be of... Interesting. Carry on, carry on. It'll, it'll, it'll be interesting what we do whether we attempt to bring maybe like an Eric Berry or George Ioka in I've seen a few people think we should it'll be interesting to see what we do because like you said we've got good depth you know Eric Harris last year we saw a few good plays a few decent picks then we saw a big up from him Curtis Riley on the Giants he did pretty decent so do we believe in them or do we go for someone that we know could be a very good player to the team You've also got to consider as well, okay, so he's on the IR, so there's a roster spot open, but if he does come back and he's healthy to play for the rest of the season, you're going to have to cut somebody. Mm. So it's it's one of them. 
What do you yeah. expect from him in general, though? Like going forward as a Raider for his career, what, are you expecting him to be like a Charles Woodson um, leader in the backfield, or you expect him to fade out based on what we've seen, like in his hard knocks and college career? I believe he could be like a Charles Woodson. I believe he could control the defense. As we saw on Hard Knocks and during week one, he kind of, he, I wouldn't say brought them together. That was more like Tahir, Vontez and Joyner. But it was there with them. We saw he blitzed and he just bounced Philip Lindsay on the ground. I feel like with more progression, I could see him coming back, captain in a few years' time. Uh, we've seen him a great hard hitter. He could be a very good hard hitter, you know, like... A, a young Cam Chancellor, Sean Taylor's type. Now, maybe not as good, but he's definitely got the power and the strength to just get in there. Well, definitely but, under the right coaching as well. I mean, yeah. he, could be, he could be a Ronnie Lott 2.0. Paul Gunford um, is a very good defensive coach. I, I, I'm happy that we we keep Gunford and that in a few years' time, we do hopefully see a good progression with uh, Abram. Oh, one, one thing's for certain, we know he can hit hard, and that's what yeah. I like my safeties to do. <laughs> Darren Conley knows he can hit hard, unfortunately. Who who also says he's good to go. <laughs> yeah, he's been out of practice today. I've, I've seen him doing a few uh, plays. So it's, it's scary when that happens. You think you automatically think the worst when you've, they've got all the straps and the, they're on the tray ah, and definitely. on the cart. But that's just, that's just a precaution. You don't want him walking or anything bad. He was home a few hours after the game. He was home on the same night. No, definitely. But in terms of him, I think he can be a quality star. Um, Mm. I wish him a speedy recovery. It's sad because if John Gruden let him, Abel would have definitely played this weekend. He'd have carried on. (laughs) He'd have carried on. Yeah. But I I think it was the best choice to get the surgery done because we didn't want to... If he did carry on, it could have been a lot, lot worse than what it was. So then, we'll look at the Broncos game and how our opening game, last game of Monday night at the Coliseum, as an Oakland Raider, uh, Carr balled out, in my opinion. I mean, two yeah. seasons ago, he was an MBV quality. Uh, put that injury, I think it was the week 15, and then that was his season done. But he... Uh, 16, I think it was. Yeah, he went... against the Colts. He went 22 for 26. He threw for 259 yards and obviously just the one touchdown. But that was a stellar stat line, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm so happy with how he did. And obviously, with the loss of AB, they they went in there, obviously, with a game plan that probably involved AB to the last minute. Well, Um, it's funny. Uh, I was talking to my dad about this and one of my friends... um, Everyone thought when AB went, we would fall apart, that we would just crumble to the ground and we'd have no offence. But you've got to remember, AB almost never came to practice. We've got other frostbite, helmet situations. The amount of 90% of the time, roughly, we had no AB. So Tyrell was number one, Ryan Grant came up, Hunter Renfro came up. We, We prepared for so long without him. And with him, we would have been better. But without him, we were the same offense for the entire year. Well, yeah, pre-season there was AB didn't feature at all. 
No, on that on that one single drive, all our starters played against Arizona. He was on the bench. Now, was that a foot caution, or is it because he at the time when we saw Hard Knocks, he didn't like the helmet? We don't know, but. I, I I just think we should forget him. You know, I keep seeing all this stuff all over. Everyone keeps talking about him. We won. We proved we don't need him. Forget him. And the line stood up as well. I mean, okay, car went down oh, a few, yeah. but the line the line stood up considering we lost um our army to the Jets, and Gabe, but Gabe went out injured um in preseason, didn't he? But apart from mm. that, the the line the line looked good. When you consider the 51, 52 sacks we gave up last year and we got none against... I know it's the Broncos, but they're no good defense. For hey, Von Miller. Von Miller. Von Miller. Yeah. So, I was I was definitely impressed with the offense. I mean, don't get me wrong. It wasn't like we were blowing them out, but... Oh, yeah, no. We, we, we were doing great for most of the game. It was just that unfortunate touchdown at the end. We could have ended it 24 to 9, 24 to 12. Definitely, we could have. So, what about Josh Jacobs then? I mean, oh. the dude at Alabama, like, oh, he was, he was blinding. Like, I'm, I'm surprised we got him where we got him in the draft. That somebody didn't come in and swoop for him, because there's plenty yeah. of teams that needed a running back like him. I mean, he ran for what 85 yards with 23 carries, two touchdowns, plus he got 28 yards receiving. I mean, on one catch as well. Exactly, one one reception, one target. I mean, the dude, the dudes are what like he could be easily. And it's obviously biased, but he could be rookie of the year. You know, I, I was also talking to my friend Bailey. Uh, he's a Carolina fan, but we talk a lot. Um, I was saying it's scary. Josh Jacobs, if he keeps playing the way he is, could win it. But when you think about maybe like Marquise Brown, if he keeps having games like that, he could win it. It could be a very tough close uh, offensive rookie competition between them two. Maybe Kyler. Uh, he did come back an 18-point comeback and tie the game up. So you just don't know in week one. But no, he was he was very impressive for me. I'd have liked him to have seen him get 100 rushing yards. Just to like... Yeah, I would have. Because if he, if he can hit 1,000 rushing yards this season, I'd be very um, be very happy. But he's, he's on I, way. I can see him doing it. I think it was his first game jitters. I think he was a... It's funny. In an interview, Gruden said he uh, Josh Jacobs was disappointed with his performance. And he, and Gruden just laughed and said, Haha, if that's him disappointed, then whatever. Or some, it, was, it was something silly like that. But if that's, if that's him disappointed, I want to see him proud. De- yeah, definitely. I mean... If, if I know for a fact, if I was an NFL star and I came off with two touchdowns and nearly a hundred yards rushing, as a as a running back, I don't think I'd be disappointed. As a rookie, <laughs> no. my first game, best, best performance as a rookie in the first game, I think, since Ladine Tomlinson's first game all them years ago. So, um, oh yeah, LT, <laughs> you can't you can't knock LT either, even though obviously he was a charger. Yeah, he's one of those players how you hate him on the team, but you've got to respect him as a player. Ah, oh, 100%. Like, 100%. So, what about Williams as well at receiver? I mean, first game as a Raider, mm-hmm. not including pre-seasons. Uh, 105 yards receiving, only one touchdown, which caught only through one touchdown. Um, he played a blinder. Like, AB, who, once again, we don't even need you, mate. We've got, we've got Williams. No. I know he came over yeah. from the Chargers as well, but... Do you know what I mean? We've seen, 
times before when like Keenan Allen was injured and uh, Mike Williams wasn't too, doing too good that Tyrell stepped up. And I'm surprised we got him in free agency and that the Chargers would have gotten rid of him because he's, he's such a good, strong receiver. Like, I think he's one of the underrated guys in the league. You know, you don't see him everywhere like, you know, AB, Julio. But when, when it comes to the game, he's very good. Oh, mate, he's... He's a beast. I mean, he's six four. He's six four, and he, he okay. He's getting on now. He's twenty seven years old, but a six four receiver. He's I don't quote me, but I, I, I'm pretty sure he's our tallest receiver. That's a target six four. Mm, so. I think maybe, but we've seen him. We saw him going double coverage. We saw him in single. We saw him burn the guy on that second drive. I think it was on that play action. Yeah, I, th- I think he's going to be a very good player and possibly maybe a pro bowler depending on how he does oh he's six receptions like i say 105 yards one touchdown he averaged 17.5 yards so Mm. yeah definitely definitely impressed with him considering last year he played 16 games only started 10 for the Chargers, 41 receptions uh seven uh, 653 yards for five touchdowns he's He's, all, he's only got to play, what, another, another 500 games he smashed last season? Yeah. So, what about our defence then? Obviously, we've talked about Abram, and we've mm. talked a lot about the offence, but I think the defence stood up well as well. I mean, yeah, okay, we allowed a few points, but ultimately we got the win, and the famous saying is defence wins games. So... Well, um... I, it, when it came to the third quarter, they spent they spent most of that third quarter with the ball. We had three plays, we punted. They had like twenty four plays, something like that. They spent so long, and I think it's just because we kept stopping them. Eventually, at the end, the run game did kill us a bit. I think that's how they might have gotten that touchdown or one of the field goals. Like they really did go for the run, but. I'm proud. Vontez looks like the captain he should be. Uh, yeah, he broke he, up a fight. <laughs> it was, yeah, that that surprised me. It's like, hold on, mate. You're you're notoriously known for brawling, for scrapping, but they've given him the captain patch, and he seems to have lived up to uh, being a veteran. I was nervous when we first got him because he'd been injured that year, and everyone was talking about how dirty he is. I thought he was dirty. I didn't want him at first. But then eventually I started to think Gruden doesn't take nothing from anyone. If you're messing around or if you're just acting up, he will have it, I don't think. And we've gone for... He knew that defence and it was just one of the best combinations. Obviously, back in Cincinnati, who was it, Marvin Lewis? He wasn't a good head coach. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised he stayed that long. But with a strong head coach who will stick up for himself, I think... He, he can be a decent linebacker. Oh, definitely. I mean, he had what three tackles, um, but that's that's what he needed. He missed no tackles. He got all three that he attempted um, as our starting middle linebacker. Um, Joiner had five tackles as well and one assist. He had a tackle for a loss as well. And our defensive ends. I know we lost Mac, but our defensive ends they, they played a blinder, especially rookie. Um, Klein Farrell out of uh, I 
Clemson. That's the one, Clemson. He got his first sack, first first um, professional sack. I think it was half a sack with PJ Hall, but I think they've recorded it as just a sack though. Yeah, um, maybe. Uh, well, that, that's even better. But like you say, um, first half we shut them out. They didn't score. The second yeah. half, it was like they were getting a bit tired. But I noticed, I noticed on one of the plays, they were up on the end zone. They might have gotten the touchdown or the field goal. And Montez was looking a bit tired. He was, he was just get, uh, being a bit slow. Obviously, when the snap played, he tried his best and he proper went out there. But before, he did seem a little tired. And I think that just maybe because he's been injured for the whole season last year. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's just getting into it. And talking about sacks as well, how about Benson Mayoa with two that, sacks? That was a surprise for me. It, it, it was just insane. Like last season, obviously he was a Raider last season. He didn't do much for me. And this season he's just come off the blocks and he's just like, it's like he's controlling that line for us. We ended up playing, I think it was six defensive ends, five defensive ends. You had Mayoa, Josh Moreau, who had that tackle for us on, the, on their first drive. That was a good tackle, a good read. Mm-hmm. Max Crosby, I think, did yeah, well. Another, another Cleveland, Obviously, Cleveland did very well. He only got a sack, but I think he got a lot of pressure. He definitely brought the heat. And then uh, Arden Key, who he, I think he's made a decent step up from last year. Considering last season was his rookie season as well. Hmm. I think, I, I don't know if you saw, he missed about 11, 12, maybe even 13 sacks last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Well, I'm looking forward to next week. Next week, the Chiefs, obviously, at home again. That's the Coliseum, obviously, not the uh, not Arrowhead. I don't, I don't want to jinx the Raiders. Like, whenever I do, like, betting, I always bet... <laughs> I always bet against, well, for the Raiders to win or whatever, whatever, and we always mm-hmm. seem to lose. So I've stopped betting against my home team. <laughs> but I don't see us beating the Chiefs. I just don't see it. I. It's, it's defeatist, yeah. I know. But come on, the, we can't deny how quality the Chiefs team is. I know oh, they're yeah. our rivals, and they gave New England one hell of a fight last year. I just don't see I don't see a W. I, I, I think maybe we'll lose, but I, I don't think it'll be a blowout. Like the end of that season where the Beatles like 40, 50 points to three. I think it'll be a very close game. I think both defences are, you know, they're okay, but not that good compared to the offence. We've got to keep up with them. Oh, yeah. If we punt once or throw a pick once, we, it could be over for us. It's going to be back and forth. It's going to be a race, and we've just got to keep up. I mean, what scares me? Okay, they played the Jaguars. I don't, I don't rate them highly. Uh, but what scares me is they outscored them forty to twenty-six. Mm. That, and we we didn't even score like thirty points. So we need we need a big performance. I mean, you can't deny Mahomes in his rookie season, well, his first playing season, I should say. Um, he was a beast last year. And then this year, his first Oh, game. yeah, he definitely deserved MVP. Ah, but without a doubt. I mean, he nearly had two receivers last game with over 100 yards. I mean, Sammy Watkins, he had nine receptions for nearly 200 yards, and all three yeah. of his passing touchdowns went to him. Are we going to double-team Watkins all day and then leave Kelsey open? They've got... They've got so many weapons, and I mean, if 
if Tyreek Hill decides to turn his head his head back if he's if he's healthy. I don't think Hill is. He's going to miss about four to six weeks. Well, that's that's good for us. But then you've got you've got Lashawn McCoy at running back. I mean, what a pickup! Like, okay, mm. so he's had some trouble down in um, up in Buffalo, but he's still a quality back. I mean, just looking briefly over, over my notes here, he had 81, 82 yards for ten carries. So yeah, that's that's too good for us. <laughs> yeah. It's it's going to be a tough game. Uh, I would love the win. Don't get me wrong. Start the 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 last season in Oakland uh, on on two one zero, both home games, beating the Chiefs because I was I've I've got the Chiefs in my early predictions winning winning the West. Um, oh yeah, I, th- I think they will. It's just the Chiefs. It's like the Patriots up in the East, is it? They they just win almost every season, and the Chargers have just lost Hunter Henry. Derwin James is gone for a lot of it, and. Uh, obviously, no Melvin Gordon until mid about week eight. They, they beat the Colts, but I, d- I don't see them being us uh, being enough people to get first. Nah, I, d- I can see us getting a second, pushing pushing the playoff. I mean, Phil Phil Rivers had a good season last year with his Chargers. Uh, but saying that, how many seasons has Phil Rivers actually had a good season? And the it, Chargers. It, it, it started after like the second year in LA. Or the first year in LA, that kind of started them being good. Before, when they were in San Diego, they're, they're one of the main laughing stocks of the league. And then suddenly the move, and the the just one of the teams where you actually start to think this could be a tough game. Don't get me wrong. If we come and play, if we come to play, which I hope we do come to play, we can give both those teams a good uh, a good game. Obviously, I'm talking the Chiefs and the Chargers. Broncos don't worry me at all. They're they're done. They're um they need a whole refresh in my opinion. Mm. Yeah, I mean I don't Especially get why they signed John Flacco. James. <laughs> John James is going to be out for I think maybe most of the season or for a good few weeks. And we we saw once John James went out and that other right tackle came in. Benson Mayo on like the first play or second play just came straight in and sacked him off forced to fumble. He lit him up. He lit him mm-hmm. up. Could couldn't block him. But then that's that's Denver's problem. Not nah, has <laughs> in yeah. terms in so in terms of the Chiefs, what are you what are you going? Give me a rough score, rough result. Rough score. Well uh I'm saying both teams make thirty plus. And you said last week, you know, we only got twenty four points. I think it's because we didn't have the ball that much. The, the Dem- Denver Broncos had the ball so much in the third and fourth quarter. If we'd have gotten it a few more times, I think we could have scored once or twice more. Car, maybe to Tyrell or Darren Waller again, Josh with a third touchdown. Mm. We, 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 I think when it comes to the Chiefs, they're going to score a lot quicker than the Broncos and we're going to have the ball a lot more. We only had about seven, eight drives. I think we see us having maybe 13, 14 drives this game. So, you know... I want to say us. I really do because I really do have. I think since last year we've gotten so much better. But I, I only see it with a three-point difference. I'm saying maybe like forty to thirty-seven, forty-three to forty, something like that. I see. I see it being a high-scoring game. Hopefully. No, I, I agree. It'll be. I can see both teams thirty-plus. I think the Chiefs will edge us out. Um, and to. And to recap on what you just said, how many offensive touches we had last 
last uh, last game. First, our first drive was a touchdown, and then we punted. We scored a touchdown. We punted. We punted. We scored a touchdown, a field goal, and then we had five plays to, to end the game. So, if we can turn one or two of those punts into another touchdown, it could be yeah. it could be a different a different ball game essentially. But no, I, I I do think the Chiefs will edge it. It'd be a tight game. It's at the Coliseum. The black hole will be buzzing. Yeah, so. it, w- when we're in this atmosphere last season, and it's a division rival, I think it'll be a tough game for the Chiefs to just walk into. They're gonna have all that noise in the black hole shouting at them. It'll it'll be tough. Hundred percent. So in terms of the season, do you see us making the playoffs? I see it going... I, I think if we do, we'll be the number six spot. Just barely making the wild card. I see it being weeks 15, 16 or 17. That could be our deciding games. Um, I think we have the ability to go 9-7 and seven or 10-5. But I, I think this game next week, the Chiefs, that that's a big decider. If we beat them... Um, I think we could do well. We've also got the Bears in week five. I'm going to that game at Tottenham. Um, I think if we also can beat them against that very good defence, you know, they stopped Aaron Rodgers just 10 points. I think if we can beat those two defences, we could go 10 and 5, maybe. Well, not 10 and 5, it's 10 and 6, sorry. Or maybe even 11 and 5, if we're lucky. Well, I've got us 10 and 6 in my... my, um... My preseason watch, I had, I wrote down ten and six. There's some tough games that could go either way. The Chiefs game could go either way. The Chargers game could go either way. Um, I'd even argue that the Titans game on um, December eighth could go either way. Oh yeah, definitely. Especially what they did to the Browns. But uh, I have yeah. a feeling uh, the Browns didn't look uh, uniform. They didn't look together. Whereas we did. We 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 were in sync. Well, I don't think Bacon, the Browns, you know, too many hot weapons in there. Everyone wanted the ball and Baker was like, who do I throw to? Who, who's open? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had too many options. And I also think the Bears and the Packers could go either way. I mean, opening game for the NFL's 100th season, it was boring. I like, 13 I, points. I like no. defence, don't get me wrong. I like defence. I used to play defence when I used to play um, in the Baffer over here. Uh, but mm, opening game, nah. Uh, no, it's bad when the Super Bowl has more points than your game. Yeah, and obviously, like the, the Packers, they didn't they didn't ball out. They had the one big dash to Jimmy Graham, that was their mm. essentially their winning their winning throw. Both defenses were solid. Uh, they can obviously the Bears have got Mac. He'll pressure us again like he did. Um, but I like I say. I could see us maybe three and two, or maybe four and one. You know, we've got the Chiefs, then the Vikings, and then Indianapolis, and then Chicago. And honestly, out of those four games, I feel like Minnesota will have the, will will be our toughest game simply because they stopped the Atlanta Falcons just twelve points. I mean, when you think about Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, Mohamed Sanu, Calvin Ridley, those are some very top-notch players. It was only near the end in the fourth quarter that they actually started scoring it was 28-0 yeah they, they woke up near the end a bit too late they woke up but mm. but no I've, I had us beating the Broncos I've got the Chiefs losing to us I've got us beating the Vikings 
when Andrew Luck was a Colt, uh, I had the Colts beating us, but I had us beating the Bears. So by week six, I only had us at two losses. So that that would have that would have hap- made me happy. Obviously, week six is our bye week this year, mm. and then we go Packers, Titan, uh, Texans, Lions, Chargers, Bengals, Jets, the Chiefs, Titans, Jaguars, and then we end the season with the Chargers and Broncos. Uh, December 29th is the Bronco game, which should be a cold one, as it's in Mile High. <laughs> but I, I believe we can make the playoffs. If not a cheeky playoff, um, maybe maybe a, quite a strong fifth pick, if not the sixth. Yeah, I am. Um... After watching the Texans-Saints game, I'm a little less confident about our game in Week 8 because they start they, they were winning for quite a lot of the game and then the Saints just came back and got that incredible field goal and if, if that's a game like that against the Saints, what do you think they could do to us? Well, yeah, they 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 put a ball in on, let's be honest. They, put, they went out and made a show, both teams, um, the Saints included, uh, but then that just shows the quality. Like they've got a nice young quarterback in in Watson, and he has targets. So yeah, I, I'm just excited. You know, our 60th season, the NFL 100 season. I feel like the, with our last season in Oakland as well, what better time than to go out with a bang? Well, that's it. If we can, if we can finish, the, like you say, the 60th season as the Oakland Raiders. Um, if we can finish it. On a positive, if it's not the playoffs, as long as it's a winning season, then I think it'll be a good send-off. And then obviously next year we're in Vegas. Not sure where we're playing yet because that stadium is not going to be built in time. Uh, possibly. It will be. They've been putting the glass uh, panels in today for the windows and all that. They're... Oh, yesterday. I, I, I believe they are on schedule. I strongly believe we'll be ready for September next year. Well, saying that, it's... It's not the same people that built the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, is it? So. <laughs> exactly. If, if you've been watching that uh, from the ground up. Yeah. I, I, I've watched it quite often. Yeah, they're, they're looking great. They're on track. I'm so excited for the stadium. It'll be baffling that the fact that, that this stadium uh, has been planned and renovated faster than the uh, Chargers and the Rams new stadium. It's it's baffling. It's it's just mind blowing, especially when we were in the runnings to be partnered with them as well. So, have you got anything else that you'd like to discuss off the top of your head? I think for week one, we covered it. We covered Abram. We covered AB. We covered the games. I think all we can say is. Good luck to every team out there, and as a fan of a team, all I can say is I hope you do well, and I hope we do well. No, definitely, definitely. So that's been the show for this week. Thank you for listening. Thanks for tuning in. If you liked this episode and would like to hear more, then subscribe and come back next week. Um, This has been a podcast part of the First and Ten Network, as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, and. Dave commented on his Patriots and AB. Dave is the owner of First and Ten. You can find First and Ten on Facebook. It's First 
and the wording and and 10 the wording you can also find it at firstand10.co.uk or on twitter firstand10 underscore and if you'd like to follow me on twitter i am the real ray 1990 and if you'd like to follow george he's george walk and of course the show has its own little twitter page uh get in touch with us there at raiders pod uk thanks again and see you next week